0: Welcome to Frosh FM, your one-stop shop for everything you need to know about your first year at Queen's. Whether you're fresh from high school and ready to take the big leap into university, or if you're a newcoming grad student who has already experienced post-secondary, this podcast will have important information for you. You'll hear interviews with clubs, information on all the different resources for you, and fun banter with our panel of alumni and current students who are all here to help make sure all your questions are answered.
1: Everyone, welcome to another edition of Frosh FM here at CFRC101.9 FM. I'm Dinah Jansen, and I have the great pleasure of welcoming the entire AMS executive in the virtual studio today. We have Alex Samoilov, Jared Otter and Alexia Enriquez of the AMS Executive here today. Hello.
2: Hi there. Thank you for having us.
1: <laughs> Alrighty, fantastic. So before we launch into all things AMS, perhaps each of you can tell us about yourselves and uh, what you're studying at Queen's.
3: Yeah, for sure. I can go first if you want. Sure. Uh, this is Jared. Um, Hi, Jared. <laughs> so I came to Queen's in 2016, and uh, I actually just completed my Bachelor of Physical and Health Education. So uh, I was in Deacon for the last four years, uh, which was a lot of fun. Uh, and I was also very lucky to be a part of a lot of different extracurricular opportunities um, like Fixa, which is the physical and health education and kinesiology students association. Uh, I was also involved in some clubs called Queens for the Boys, uh, Queens Happy Soul Project, um, Extra Awesome Uh, and then I was also Pretty invested in the competitive intramural scene, so I was a big dodgeball player. Not to toot my own horn, uh, <laughs> and I did dabble in Buicks a bit for the past few years. Wonderful but every year that I've spent at Queens. Fantastic.
2: How about you, Alexia? Hi there. Yes, yeah, so my name is Alexia Henriquez. I use she/her pronouns. Uh, I'm from downtown Toronto, Ontario, and like Jared, I was in a Bachelor of Physical and Health Education and also started in 2016. Uh, And I was also lucky to complete a certificate in media studies while at Queen's. Um, I've loved getting involved outside of the classroom as well. And I have really enjoyed my time volunteering for orientation week. It's been a big part of my experience here, uh, working at the Alma Mater Society in various roles uh, and also playing women's flag football. So
4: some highlights of my Queen's experience thus far. Thank you so much for that. And how about you, Alex? Hi everyone, Um, my name is Alex Smoiloff. Um, I was born in Ottawa originally, but I've kind of moved around um, throughout my, my whole life, I suppose. So I've um, been around the world. <laughs> at Queen's, I'm finishing my fifth year um, in psychology and gender studies as a medial student. So very excited to kind of wrap that up and um, finally finish my degree. Um, over my time at Queen's, I've been quite involved with Assis Orientation Week. So um, I was a gale and I was an OC. Um, and then last summer, I was actually an executive for the first Health Sciences Orientation Week, which was such an incredible and challenging time as well. <laughs> um, and I've also been quite heavily involved with ASIS um, in other positions in that society, such as Jackets Director, Lost Pause Executive, um, and last year the Community Outreach Commissioner. So I like to keep pretty busy. <laughs> That's kind of my little history at Queen's, I suppose.
1: Amazing. Wow. It sounds like all of you have been super engaged since the very beginning, and uh, you're still obviously very engaged now now that you're leading the AMS that is the Alma Mater Society. Now that you're keeping busy with your respective roles, perhaps for new and returning students who may not necessarily know the kinds of things that each of you do, perhaps you can share a little bit about your different roles as the executive for the AMS.
3: Sounds good. So, uh, again, it's Jared, and uh, I'm the 2020-2021 AMS president, uh, which means that I oversee all of the directors of the AMS. Uh, so, this includes areas such as uh, the directors of human resources, of information and technology, uh, and the IT staff, um, uh, director of alumni and sponsorship, uh, director of communications, director of marketing, uh, and the Secretary of Internal Affairs and Market Research Manager. Um, so the roles of the directors, uh, to break it down for you a bit, uh, they support the organization as a whole, uh, and it doesn't really fit into um, either the government or the corporate side of the team, which Alex and Lex will both touch on a bit. Um, also as president, I get to attend and have a seat at many different administration meetings, uh, advocating for students during the school year, Uh, And I also hold the responsibility for the external representation of the organization, uh, just ensuring that we're actively fulfilling the mandate of the AMS.
1: Wonderful. Thank you for that, Jared. How about you, Alexia?
2: Yes. Thank you. Uh, So once again, my name is Alexia and I'm the vice president of university affairs. Uh, So in a nutshell, I oversee anything that is political, academic, student affairs or social issues in nature. So, so everything yeah, yeah, for sure i oversee the uh, six commissions in the governance side of the ams and those six commissions are the external affairs commission the social issues clubs campus affairs orientation and the newly added commission of environmental sustainability uh, these commissions run some amazing services and initiatives and oversee several committees and services under them uh, and then within my portfolio i also work really closely with university administrators and various campus stakeholders on many different projects and initiatives that directly have an impact on the lives of students.
1: Wonderful, thank you for that. And Alex.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So my role in the executive team is the vice president of operations. So I oversee a lot of the day-to-day financial matters of the society, um, such as the consolidated year budget, the bus program, um, health and dental with Jared. And then I also run, or I guess not run, but oversee the 10 um, AMS student-run services. So Common Ground, Wacom, Tricolor Outlet, Printing and Copying Center, Queen's and Constables, the Student Life Center, the Queen's Journal, Historically the AMS, Pub Services, UQ, and the Peer Support Center. So kind of making sure the services are running successfully. Um, so a lot of our summer has been heavily involved with COVID planning, I guess, as we'll kind of speak on later. But um, the kind of final of my portfolio is just kind of helping out where I can and trying to bridge Um, the corporate side of the AMS with, I guess, the government side.
1: Okay, so thank you, everyone, for telling us about your roles at the AMS. Uh, Sounds like a very busy schedule for all of you. Um, Yeah, maybe with that in mind, actually, how how do you balance all of the work that you have to do for the AMS as uh, the students' primary representatives? How do you balance that with your studies?
3: Yeah, I can... Let alone your life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Actually, it's it's uh, interesting because you are working full time, and then you also have your social life and you have your academics. Um, so, uh, in the beginning, it's a bit of a shock. You're you're kind of scrambling to figure out how to balance everything. And it's like a teetering tower. But um, it all, for me personally, it all comes down to organization. And uh, I've gotten very good at uh, organizing my days and trying to make sure that I'm. Scheduling even the little things like lunch or like a 15-minute break here and there, just to make sure that I'm uh, taking that time for myself as well. Just because it can get overwhelming with all the different things that you have to be thinking about all the time and whatnot. So, uh, for me personally, it's just making sure that I'm organizing my days before they start.
1: And so, and taking time for yourself, uh, making sure you're staying well and healthy, and have time to just think or breathe. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. That sounds pretty great,
2: <laughs> Alexia. How about you? Um, yeah, to go off of what Jared said, I think um, definitely self care is really important in these roles. And um, we were really lucky to have a fantastic transition from the previous executive team, uh, and and just the knowledge that we've got each other as an executive as well as our amazing staff team. We know that we have a, a bunch of really passionate and dedicated students that we can work with and rely on and, and lean on during challenging times and uh, work together to solve any problems that come up and work together to, to really do
4: our job successfully.
1: Fantastic. Alex, over to you.
4: Gosh, I definitely wanna echo everything Jared and Lex had said today. Um, I think relying on the executive team um, has been the biggest savior of the past summer because um, it can get quite challenging but it's really helpful that you can rely on team as well um I think my calendar is my key top tip or advice I suppose of keeping them organized um heavily rely on that and kind of like a physical planner as well um I think it's all about kind of setting that balance um at the start and um being able to have communication with your team just to kind of let them know if the day's busy or if things are getting a bit overwhelming but Yeah, kind of organized.
1: Okay, so now can you tell us about some of the opportunities there are for students to become involved with AMS services?
4: Um, With the services this year, we're currently not hiring for most of the service staff positions in the fall period. Um, We have a few open if you're interested in media, so you'll be able to kind of get involved with our Studio Q team. If you are, though, interested in applying for a head manager position or assistant manager or staff in the upcoming year, um, we do hiring in the winter term. Um, So still coming up, something to think about if you're interested. Um, And I guess to kind of bridge as well as kind of promote the executive as well, Um, if you're interested in being involved with all 10 of the services, um, definitely consider running for my position for next year (laughs) and kind of have your hands um, with all 10 of them. All right, so uh, for those maybe interested
1: in governance, what opportunities are there for students to get involved with AMS governance?
3: Yeah, uh, I can touch on this a bit. Um, so uh, we have AMS assembly once a month throughout the school year, which uh, allows for student leaders to come together and uh, push forward policy and procedures, as well as just uh, come together to talk about the current climate on campus. Uh, and see kind of what's going on, um, where we need to be diverting our attention to in our efforts. Um, and anybody can come to these meetings, these AMS assembly meetings. So um, we would love it if people would uh, show up this year. It's going to be on Zoom. So it's going to be a little different, but it might be even more accessible. So we'll be sharing those links. Uh, but there's also faculty societies. So um, when I was going throughout my undergrad, I mentioned above that I... Uh, I've been involved with FIXA, which is the Physical and Health Education and Kinesiology Association. Yeah. Uh, it's a mouthful. Um, and I got involved with that in my first year, and I carried out throughout my four years. And uh, each uh, different faculty has a faculty uh, society. So I would highly encourage students to get involved with them because uh, they open up a door to meet uh, new people, uh, to collaborate with people that you might not normally collaborate with. And it creates a new uh, kind of a uh, group that you can share common interests with and uh, challenge each other and uh, really continue to learn and continue to grow as an individual.
1: Amazing. So what inspired each of you to run for AMS office, and the three of you have touched on your uh, previous engagement in student politics and uh, student clubs before. but what motivated you to run for AMS executive?
3: For me personally, Uh, including the previous years of FIXA. So in first year, I was the first year representative and it was very cool to kind of dip my toes in student government again after high school and kind of see what it was like in a post-secondary education uh, and institute and see those differences. And um, throughout my time in FIXA I got to dabble in um, academics. I got to dabble in the executive for two years. So I was the vice president of operations and the president. uh, in my third year, the VP Ops, and then in my fourth, the president, and, and um, seeing that and being able to attend the AMS assembly and witnessing the uh, conversations that were happening and the level of impact that um, student leaders are able to have on campus really did encourage me to take that extra step. Uh, and I, I've also been involved with a few of the clubs like Queens for the Boys, which actually showed me the hard work that clubs are doing on campus and um, how if we can work with them and support those clubs uh, to carry out their own mandates, then we are supporting all students in general. So um, it really was uh, a big push for me uh, to kind of run in the, run in the AMS elections. Um, and then of course, pairing up with Alex and Lexi has been an incredible opportunity for me. And I'm very grateful for the work that we've been able to do and to start. And I can't wait to see what we, uh, get to do for the rest of the year.
1: Great, thank you for that, Jared. Um, how about you, Alex?
4: Yeah. Um, so again, kind of be a broken record here, but last year I had the opportunity to work within the Arts and Science Undergraduate Society as the Community Outreach Commissioner. Um, and I really loved the work that I did and um, the sense of community that I was able to build and the interactions I've had with my peers and with students. Um, it was very much like a very fulfilling opportunity and, um, really kind of inspired me to continue to get involved. So I think I knew right back last year, a year from now, that I wanted to continue um, in my next year, and um, the AMS kind of seemed like a, a good idea. <laughs> um, so originally I was considering applying for maybe a position within the government side, um, and then and Lex actually reached out and um, kind of we were able to discuss what we we're interested in and um, our, kind of our goals and um, passions that we had, and they very much aligned with the work that I wanted to do. So um, very lucky to meet them and be able to join their team and run together. So I'm um, very much inspired by Lex and Jared to kind of run for office, I suppose.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. And Alexia, back to you.
2: Thanks for that, Alex. Um, so I've always really loved being engaged on our campus and I've spent all my years at Queen's uh, striving to find new and unique opportunities to, to get involved and to work with my peers. Uh, through not only just sitting on my faculty society assembly uh, to eventually working both part-time and full-time for the AMS as a commissioner. I really got to see the impact that student government can have on our campus and sort of what we can do when we have a collective vision and we work together to, to create meaningful impact. So it's been such a great learning opportunity. Uh, sorry, of, sort of like First off, running off with Jared and Alex uh, in the election. It was, it was a great experience. And as Alex mentioned, we definitely had um, aligning visions and, and, and passions that we have. Uh, to name a few, specifically, I know that we're all really passionate about, about student health and wellness and sexual violence prevention and response, as well as environmental justice and sustainability. So it was great to sort of create this collective vision and, and run with them. And, and it's been a, a great, inspiring experience and a privilege to work with such an amazing team uh, in the first few months of our term. And I really look forward to continuing our work throughout the, the rest of the school year.
1: I like how you talked a little bit there, Alexia, about uh, a big learning curve, if you mm-hmm. will, to just uh, pick up on that. I wonder if there are specific skills or experiences um, that you 've um, learned or picked up or it, or mm-hmm. been engaged in that that you think you want to move forward with after the AMS
2: yeah, of course, thanks for that. I think uh, in general, um, adaptability has been a great trait that we've all sort of continued to grow with, And um, this is such a crazy year for adaptation, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yes. I think that this has definitely been the, the most unique year that an AMS executive team have had, perhaps ever. Uh, so we're definitely trying to, to, to strive and, and adapt our current operations and our roles so that we can we can fit and accommodate and still work for our students and for our peers. Uh, so definitely adaptability as well as uh, I, I can say for myself that my communication skills have definitely been been tested and have grown substantially in the past couple of months, Uh, working with such a large team and and managing folks and working with them in this virtual setting. It's definitely been a great experience to learn that. Um, But I will say it's, the AMS is a great place, uh, a great starting place to get involved if you're a student that's interested in in, in learning new things. I think that often the idea of student government might deter some folks as they assume that you need a, a political or government background, but uh, with none of the three executive being uh, political stud- study students. I can say that uh, you just need to be a student that's willing to learn and, and open to change and with a passion or, or an idea that you'd like to see come to fruition.
1: So. Great stuff. Uh,
4: how about you, Alex? Gosh, I don't know how I can follow all that up. Um, <laughs> I definitely, definitely agree with um, adaptability. I think that's been quite the largest skill that I've been able to improve this past summer. Um, Again, with all the services that um, we're trying to open and make accessible to students. um, It was quite a challenging process and um, a lot of new things that I wasn't transitioned on that I guess the world hasn't been transitioned on. So everything was quite new. Um, I had to rely on a lot of creativity, which was very exciting. Um, I think myself is quite a creative person, so it's been a very great opportunity to kind of Turn that lens on and see things in a different light and kind of see what we can change. That's always been super exciting. Um, and I think the past summer as well, I've learned quite a lot about management and um, how to be a good leader and how to work on communication and um, how to make sure that you're creating a very positive team environment. And I think that's something that I'm very proud that we've been able to do this past summer as well. Um, I would say those are kind of the biggest things in the world. And so I think looking forward in the future, not quite sure where um, I'll be a year from now. Um, I will say I'm quite interested in project management, so maybe looking through a lens there, but um, I feel like things always do tend to change, so we'll kind of see.
1: And adaptability seems to be a key for, you for the US <laughs> this year, so I'm sure whichever path you choose, you'll be able to jump in and adapt <laughs> to it pretty fast. Thank you. <laughs> Over to you, Jared.
3: Yeah, uh, I would just like to echo both Lex and Alex uh, in adaptability, first of all. (laughs) Um, It's definitely been uh, uh, an incredible experience to start off with such a unique situation. Um, And I I think that another skill that I'll I'll take with me from this position is uh, just uh, believing in myself and having more self-confidence going forward. Um, I know that I've been involved in uh, positions in the past where Uh, I get to advocate with and uh, have the privilege of representing students but um, it's never been uh, so um, hard for me to balance everything going on and uh, I think that getting through this summer with our entire team has really shown me that uh, if you believe in yourself and if you believe in your team uh, and you really just put your nose to the grindstone you just try and get everything done and um, you lean on each other, then you can accomplish a lot. Um, and I'm really excited to keep going forward with the team and uh, I think that all of our uh, confidences and um, our management styles have really improved and uh, we're really becoming great leaders.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much for that. I, wow, that's amazing. Okay, so we've touched on it just ever so gently uh, in some responses from you earlier in our conversation, but now we are in a whole new environment where you've had to adapt uh, quite a lot, and this has everything to do with COVID-19. I wonder, and I think a lot of students may be wondering, with COVID-19 safety measures in mind, how are services being delivered this year?
4: Mm -hmm, Absolutely. I'll take this question. Um, So all the AMS services are either operating remotely or in limited capacities as we've seen in previous years. Mm -hmm. Um, So during the planning process this summer, our main priority was always um, being able to safely return and return back to campus um, within the requirements laid out by public health as well as the university. So safety of our staff and students who would access our services have always been quite a key priority. Um, This will be quite a long spiel as I go through each service. So I'll try and make it as quick and succinct as possible, but um, every service kind of has a different operation, an operational standing at this time. Um, so touch on walk home. Walk home is still open seven days a week. Um, we start accepting walks right at 8 p.m. Um, and the service provides a safe walk home for any occasion for any students within our community. So um, a quick note there is that we've updated our walking boundaries. So if you're a returning Queen student, Um, and you might have been outside the boundaries in the past few years, Um, you may be in luck this year. We've quite extensively revisited that, so we're hopeful that we'll be able to take more patrons. Um, At this time, we're only accepting walk requests by phone or through the Walk Home app, Um, but hopefully in-person requests will be available once we can reopen the JDEC again. Okay. Um, Next, Common Ground, six days a week, open all day but Saturday, Um, purchasing directly at our cash or through the app, kind of whatever you're most comfortable with, Um, The Peer sports Center is still open. We're doing 10 to 10 every single day. Um, This service is exclusively online for the fall term. Um, We may be able to revisit an in-person service should circumstances change the winter, but right now it's all online. Um, Tricolor and the Printing and Copying Center are also open online through the website, um, so you'll be able to order for delivery or curbside pickup. Mm -hmm. Um, The SLC and Queen's student constables are also still functioning and keeping within safety measures directed by the university. So masks, um, proper hygiene, and contact tracing, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Studio Q still doing media and taking requests um, and all staff are kind of working remotely where possible. And finally the journal, they've been operating at full capacity and publishing stories um, online weekly. And also they do have a physical paper that has been coming out. Um, And all students also have the ability to write in an article for the journal if you're interested. Um, And there is an event coming up on the 16th at 4.30 where you can kind of learn more about writing for the journal and kind of journalism as well. Um, I know that's quite a lot of information to all take in. (laughs) But um, check out the AMAS website or each service specific social media accounts and kind of learn more about how they're operating and the safety precautions we have in place to make sure that everyone's staying safe. Sounds
1: like there's still uh, lots of services still
4: functioning, uh, but with
1: COVID safety measures in mind, but those services Mm -hmm. are still there. That's really critical to know. Thank you very much. So um, moving forward with that, um, with COVID safety measures again still in mind, how will AMS assembly and other mechanisms of AMS governance also work this year?
3: Yeah, I can touch on that. Um, So obviously uh, the adaptability is there, Um, we've seen uh, many aspects of the AMS changing this year uh, just to make sure that we're complying with public health guidelines and whatnot so um, it is a tad bit different than how the AMS runs our governments normally Uh, but specifically talking about AMS assembly, we're going to be hosting our assemblies over Zoom Uh, And we would love it if uh, any students interested uh, would like to uh, come attend, maybe listen, Um, you can have your voice heard as well. Uh, We have our September assembly coming up on the 24th uh, and we'll be posting the link to attend the assembly on all of our social media accounts as well as our website. So um, keep an eye out for that. Everyone is welcome to attend and we would love to see students engage with us, engage with us through it. Um, the general functioning of the AMS also, it's taken a bit of adjusting uh, in the remote setting. So obviously, uh, I'm—I nobody can see, but I'm in my office currently. Uh, the executive and some of the permanent staff members are able to safely come into the offices following guidelines. But um, we're taking almost all of our meetings through Zoom or Microsoft Teams right now. Uh, But something that's a bit uh, nice looking on the positive side of working remotely with an AMS uh, this summer is just the ability to really spend time considering new ways in which we can support our students and interact with them uh, even from a digital interaction if that works.
1: Fantastic. Well, thank you very much. It's uh, good to know that not only services, but governance uh, is still (laughs) underway. Of course, we didn't think the government was, student government was just stopping, (laughs) but uh, it's nice to see what the processes might uh, and will look like uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, Thank you both, or thank you both for responding to that. Um, So maybe starting with Alexia, Can we hear from you first about what events and initiatives from the AMS really excite you most this year?
2: Yeah, of course. It's been really exciting to see our team hard at work over the summer to translate some of our services and events into unique online formats. Obviously, with the past few weeks, Orientation 2020 was a huge success with students from all years and faculties working together to really welcome the incoming class. Uh, We also had a couple of great events, the first ever Equity Open House, by the social issues commission as well as the annual tricolor open house uh, which is the student club fair run by the club's office and the ams club commission Mm -hmm. Uh, we're also really just excited to see our team continue to modify events and um, create successful initiatives so that we can continue to provide services and experiences for our students Uh, coming up we've got our new commission of environmental sustainability planning for the annual queen sustainability week which will be taking place at the start of october Uh, so lots of exciting things going on and all in all we're We're really thrilled to see some of the new and creative ways that the students at Queens uh, can come up with ideas to continue our vivacious student extracurriculars. Uh, We also offer various grants and bursaries sort of fuel that student experience led by our student leaders. We also offer the students opportunities to really create new clubs and find ways to build community. Uh, So on that note, club ratification uh, for any student that wants to start a new club, that'll close on September 29th. And we'll also have the club fall experience grant that closes on October 2nd so that we can uh, provide financial access to our students. Um, but, but by far, our faculty societies, our clubs, and, and the student groups are on campus are truly what keep it alive and thriving. And we're just uh, super excited to support these clubs and work with them to help them to put on the conferences and the events that really make Queen so special.
1: Thank you very much. Uh, how about you, Jared?
3: Yeah, I'll add to that a bit Um, and echo Lex in some aspects. Uh, I know that it was um, pretty scary going into the year and following the summer with Orientation Week, especially just because Mm -hmm. um, Orientation Week at Queen's is so unique and uh, so special. And uh, it's really amazing to see the leaders continue to keep that uniqueness and that uh, special time in a first year student's life um, alive. So uh, it was a huge success, and we're really excited about that. Um, and as well as I wanted to touch on the Commissioner of Environmental Sustainability, I know uh, all three of us are very passionate about uh, environmental justice and sustainability, and uh, this was a huge goal of ours that we really wanted to see uh, flourish. So um, that's very exciting. Uh, I think something uh, along my uh, realm, I'll say, uh, is within the Information Technology Office, I'm. Uh, really excited to dig into the content of our website. Um, It was updated last year by uh, the previous team, uh, but we still need to go through and make sure that all the content is up to date. So uh, especially now in this digital era where students will be relying more so on these uh, online resources for the AMS, uh, we we just want to make sure that it's all up to date. So we're working away at that right now. And um, work in a way at just reflecting internally on the organization as a whole and making sure that it's uh, able to support our students uh, anytime, pandemic or not.
1: Wonderful. Okay, and over to you, Alex.
4: Mm-hmm. Very much much the same. I think I'm super excited to kind of um, take our platform that we wrote back in January and adapt it and Updated based on the past summer and kind of work towards those goals. Um, I think that's the most exciting thing kind of about student government is that we do have the ability to um, make great change and start these great um, new initiatives and ideas and implement them to our campus. So that's something that I'm super excited to kind of start working on this year. Um, And of course, very excited about each service kind of opening and um, the ability for everyone to operate at at least some capacity. Um, That to me is super exciting and very proud of everyone, and the hard work that everyone's been doing this past summer. And I think just very excited to see um, where we can take the services in at least the winter term and what kind of um, new events and initiatives we can actually create um, to kind of adapt more in the winter term. Um, So very excited just to kind of see how all the services begin to thrive in this upcoming year and these new circumstances.
1: Sounds like a very exciting year for all of you. So we're coming near the end of our discussion today. I wonder, uh, before we close things off, what advice you have for new students coming to Queen's University, whether they're on campus or, or studying remotely?
3: So I think the best personal advice that I can give uh, our peers coming to campus, whether that's virtually or actually in person, uh, is that you will change during your time here at Queen's. Uh, you're going to grow into yourself and learn more about yourself than you ever could have thought was possible. Uh, and it's pretty incredible when you near your final year here, like I am now, and uh, you realize just how much you've grown as an individual. So uh, be proud of the progress you make and uh, embrace all the opportunities that you have thrown at you. Amazing. Alex?
4: Mm-hmm. Um, I've kind of been saying this for the past three years of my time at Queens here, but Um, I think my entire experience really changed once I got involved, and specifically with orientation week as a gale. So my advice has always been to get involved in the community, um, whether that's the Queens campus or the greater Kingston area. Um, Getting involved with clubs, services different job opportunities um my biggest advice I think even to myself would have been just to keep trying and um it might be scary if you're a first year student and you're applying to something for the very first time but um kind of just jumping in has always been my advice even if it might be a little scary or challenging just kind of taking that first step and launching in because you kind of never know um where they'll take you like I look back four years ago I don't I would have never um, imagined myself to be working in the AMAS at this level position. Um, That seemed like such an unattainable, unrealistic goal for myself. And um, being involved and taking these steps to kind of make the effort to be involved at Queen's, I think, has really changed. And I think I've had the opportunity to grow out of my shell. So really just getting involved and looking for these opportunities, I think, would be my biggest piece of advice.
1: Amazing. And Alexia?
2: I would say, just to echo what the, the two of you have already said, um, just trying new things if you're able to, and, and really pushing yourself to to grow as an individual during your time here. Um, I'd say, most of all, just enjoy the time that you spend learning, and, and don't rush the process or, or work on anyone else's timeline. I definitely felt as though, when I was in first year coming in, that I had to do certain things, or fit a certain mold, and, and go down a certain path. And and, and fit that timeline, but each and every student will have a different experience and a different journey here and that's perfectly okay. Um, so yeah, I would say, try new things and, and, and there's definitely a community and, and a group and that's, that's fit for every single student and everyone's unique. So I would say, um, try and find that community and, and uh, try new things and, and don't be afraid to sort of fail and, and relearn and, and adjust throughout your time here because it's, it's truly not linear um, and everyone will have a different experience.
1: Okay, that's very sage advice, Alexia, and thank you for your insights uh, from the three of you, too. That's really important stuff for new students and also continuing students to hear, too. I appreciate that, and they do, too. So before we close, how can students uh, stay up to speed with AMS news, events, and more?
3: Yeah, um, of course. If students would like to stay up to date with the AMS and what we've got coming up, uh, then they can follow us on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our Instagram is at Queens underscore AMS. And they can also find us on Facebook. Uh, You just have to search Alma Mater Society of Queens University dash AMS. We'll also be sending out a monthly newsletter to all undergraduate students. Uh, These newsletters will have updates on what the AMS has been up to. Uh, And if you ever wanna hop on a call with the executive to chat about our our time at Queen's, uh, if you want to chat policy or advocacy about how we can better support you or uh, truly anything at all. We're just an email away. So uh, please send me an email at president at ams.queensu.ca. And lastly, we do have an incredible opportunity for first year students called uh, First Year Intern Council. Uh, It's it's really cool, um, and we will be opening up those spots for uh, first-year students shortly. So keep an eye out for that. We'll be posting about it on all our socials on Facebook, uh, and it'll be in our newsletter. So um, keep an eye out for it. Uh, ask us any questions that you may have about it, and we're looking forward to seeing you all.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, any student that's interested in getting involved or, or learning more, I would, I would recommend checking out our website. We always have new and exciting volunteer and job opportunities on AMS Apply. So I'd recommend just always keeping an eye out and there, there's always a new
4: opportunity that's just uh, one click away.
1: Thanks, Alexia. Final note there, Alex?
4: I'm just going to echo everything that's been said. Um, I think social media kind of the best point to reach us. And um, of course, our virtual doors are always open. Um, So we really hope that everyone can feel inspired and safe to kind of reach out if they have any issues or ideas and things they'd like to see from their student government.
1: Awesome. Well, this is really important to know because students uh, as they are likely now aware or ought to be aware, the JDUC itself is physically closed. So uh, the door, the virtual doors are open. That's an excellent point. Thank you for th- that last note there. Anything else to add about the AMS and, uh, and its services, its governance, your experience, anything?
3: Just that we're really excited to be able to work with every single uh, student on campus. Um, and that uh, we hope that everyone feels like they can come and reach out to us. Uh, we are always down to talk uh, and to listen, so uh, reach out. Okay,
2: Alexia, anything from you? Final thoughts? Um, yeah, I'm just really grateful to be here with you today and, and to chat about the AMS and our experience as an executive team. I definitely say that working or volunteering at the AMS has been sort of the highlight of my undergraduate experience. And I would just strongly recommend any students that are interested in learning more or, or reaching out to find out more about how they can get involved to just, as Jared mentioned, uh, find us on social media, send us an email. We're, we're here to, to hear from you and to learn from you and to work with all of you. Uh, so yeah, enjoy the rest of your school year. Good luck, everyone, and uh, stay tuned for more from us. Thank you
1: and alex last thoughts you, <laughs> yeah. you anchor you're anchoring the whole conversation <laughs> it all hinges <laughs> here
4: <laughs> amazing Um, very much echoing everyone else i'm very excited for the upcoming year even though it may be a bit challenging um we've already seen that what we thought might have been impossible has been possible this past summer um all thanks to our incredible team that we have with us i um, so very excited to see where the year takes us and um, very excited to see students back on campus and I hope everyone has um, an incredible year despite despite it all, um, I know that, can still make the best out of all situations so very excited to kind of see where the year takes us
1: all right well this has been an amazing and very informative conversation for our new and returning students here at queen's university and we've been in the cfrc frosh fm virtual studio with alex (laughs) moylef alexia enriquez and jared den otter the ams executive 2020 2021 thank you very much for your time the three of you for joining us today
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thanks for tuning in to Frosh FM. You can find us on all your podcasting apps, so make sure to subscribe to stay up to date on all future episodes. Have a question for us? Find us on Instagram at Frosh underscore FM, where you can comment or DM us, and we'll make sure to answer all your questions on one of our upcoming episodes. Are you new at Queen's and want to produce a segment for Frosh FM all about your first year experience? Interested in developing your own podcast? Do you just want to explore CFRC's impressive music library, reach out to programs at CFRC to get in on our next volunteer training session. Frosh FM is hosted by CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, Ontario, located at Queen's University, which is situated on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples. The podcast network at CFRC, hosted at podcast.cfrc.ca, is brought to you by the generous support of the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences.